0: Normal, supernatural, true crime podcast. (laughs) What a mouthful, but yes. Um, what's up? Oh, you
1: know, nothing, just dreading work tomorrow.
0: I wouldn't know what that's like since (laughs) I have no job at the moment, but...
1: Yes, your job is to edit our podcast. (laughs) True, which I will be doing. Yeah, but now I'm good. We got dinner, so our bellies are nice and full, ready to tell stories.
0: Actually, I'm more ready to take a nap. But, yeah. same thing. <clears throat> I know, I feel like I keep having to yeah, do that, I have, too. like,
1: phlegm in my throat. Sorry, everybody, if you heard that. We'll find out, because Lexi might cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, so today we are going to be talking about cults and conspiracies. Which my personal favorites, because I think they're two just really weird. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about them. No,
0: it's one of the things that, yeah, it's. A lot of them don't really get talked about, which I think is nice, because then we get to talk about them. Yeah, and they're also just some of the spookiest shit out there, so... Very true. Very true. So, without further ado, I guess we can start...
1: Getting spooky! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, who wants... you, you, me? You, I can you, go me, first, because okay. I like the... How much thinking I have to do in yours, so I like to just go first. Um,
0: I know because you just we just get like so like honed in on the story, and you're just like, uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I'd have to apologize to everyone because Lexi is always talking and asking a lot of questions during mine, but I get so focused in her and like invested in her stories that I just forget we're even on a podcast and recording. So, so I'll try to be better, but if I don't talk, that's why. <laughs> I'm just, like, really into it. Oh, you know,
0: it's all my research I do. Yeah. Keep it interesting. Do good research. Well, thank you. I try. Yeah. With all of my free time, which is none. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay, so today I'm going to be talking about a cult that I've, like, never heard of because I've been, you know, there's, like, I did the Manson Family, mm-hmm. there's Heaven's Gate, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, really popular ones, but I'm going to do the Beasts of Satan. Ooh. Have you heard that? No, one? but either. I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, so, the Beast of Satan was a group, and I'm also reading somewhere that they actually were like a heavy metal band. Mm, okay. um, it's a group of young Italians who bonded over their love of heavy metal music, the occult, sex, and getting high. Mm, um, okay. On any given Saturday night, and I'm sorry if I butcher these names, Andrea Volpi. Nicola Sapone and Mario Massione. I think that's how you would say all those Italian names. Sounds fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> We're drinking beer at their heavy metal club with their friends, talking about Satanism and spinning wild plans for their service to the dark religion.
0: Great. Just fabulous. <laughs>
1: uh, in January 1998, there they were with a young couple that was part of their friend group, um, and that's when things started getting spookier than just being Beast of Satan.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, because that's not awful enough.
1: Right. So, did I say it was January 1998? Um, uh, it beats me, because I just... <laughs> sorry? Yeah, <laughs> it's it. in 1998, so <laughs> I, I never heard, told the date. I <laughs>
0: 1998, but I just... Um, it flew over my head if you said January, so sorry.
1: Yes. So that is where a double homicide occurred in the woods um, in a city northwest of Milan in Italy. Chiara Mariano, a shop assistant, she was 19, and her boyfriend Fabio Tolis, who was a 16-year-old student. Oh. And um, a heavy metal musician. They were sacrificially stabbed and beaten oh. to death in oh. a drug fueled call right involving sex and heavy metal music. Oh, gross. Um, so they were all, the group was all drinking beer and listening to music at the pub, which was called the Midnight Pub, um, but they never returned home. So they were stabbed to death by Andrea, well, we'll say their last names, Volpi, Sapone, and Marcione. Um, Fabio desperately tried to defend himself and his girlfriend, Mariano, but they were overpowered by the larger group. Mm. The three later buried the corpses in a large grave in the wood, and then they danced on the graves, oh, laughing my. and screaming. Oh! Now you're both zombies. Try and get out of this hole if you dare. Oh my god. Um, so the conclusion initially drawn by the authorities when they went missing is that they had run away together, um because they were in love, and as their friends would suggest, but the parents um, both kind of were like, "That that's not what happened, mm-hmm. so the parents kind of took on their own investigation. A few hours before the murders, Nicola Sapone forced Fabio to call home and tell his dad he did not want to come home back that night because he preferred sleeping with his girlfriend. Mm, interesting. Michelle, who is Fabio's mom, realized something was not right with the call he received, and Reached back out to her son to have a word with him. Unfortunately, it was too late. Um, They already left with their friends and never came back again.
0: Well, at least it's nice enough that their family was able to kind of um, know that, like, the phone call was weird. Yeah. You know, because I'd be like, hopefully my mom and dad would be like, huh, she sounds
1: a little funky. Yeah, and they, uh, he then started to kind of, like, investigate when he, he... The father started doing his own investigation. He started to learn that how involved his son was in Satanism Mm, and the occult, um, which is pretty common with people into death metal and heavy metal kind of stuff. Mm. Um, So then he became convinced that there was a connection between Satanism and their disappearance. He spent six years putting together files on all of the friends' activities, his son's bands he played in, and then a third murder occurred, oh. and then that's when, um, which we'll go over, but that's when the father took all of the facts he gathered to the police. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm liking this so far. So, it's very interesting. Yes. Sorry, I'm just trying to catch up. Okay, so fast forward January 2004. The third murder was Mary Angela Pazada. Once again, I don't know if I'm saying that right. She was a 27-year-old shop assistant, and she actually was a prior girlfriend of the f- group member Andrea Volpe. So she's from the original three that committed the last murder. Was um, there
0: any connection between her and the uh, the first girl because they were both shop assistants?
1: I don't know. I think they all kind of like hung out in the same crowd. I don't know who was like better friends with whom. Mm, okay. Um. But maybe that that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh so <laughs> Andrea called over his ex-girlfriend and shot her right in the throat and then later dragged her body to a greenhouse and buried her alive.
0: Oh my god. So she so she didn't die from the the gunshot.
1: No, she died like, oh. from the being probably buried alive. Oh my god. Um and then Volpe was arrested shortly after with his young fiance, an 18 year old high school student named Elisabetta Ballarin. Both of them were upset because of alcohol and drug addiction, and they actually got caught pushing his ex girlfriend's car into a lake, which probably wouldn't have happened if they weren't like on drugs and alcohol because they kind oh, of just like my God. messed up. Um. <laughs>
0: It is getting crazy.
1: Yeah. So after the fight, Volpe rang up Sapone, who was from the original murders, and realized that he buried her alive. Um, they said, You can't even kill a person. They threatened him and they tried hard to hide her body even more after that. Mm. Um, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So then when they were getting rid of the car, they were on cocaine and heroin. And they were trying to drive it into a nearby river, but they actually got caught because they crashed the car and then they were arrested. Oh, oh my god. Um, so, of course. Th- the police obviously were suspicious that she was missing and they had her car. And then Tolis's father gave him, gave the police his records. And then that's when the ball started to get rolling on their convictions. Additionally, there were members. Who have pushed other people to commit suicide, oh. um, and they are like linked up to twenty seven other murders.
0: Oh, are but you they serious? can't like
1: prove them, but they think they did them.
0: Oh, that's awful. Yeah,
1: they yeah. So on February twenty second two thousand five, Andrea Volpe and Pietro Giurari hmm, were sentenced. Um, to, to 30 years and 16 years of imprison, imprisonment. Volpe, in addition to the 1998 murders, was also found guilty of the 2004 murder. His sentence was then increased by a decade longer. And then the third suspect, Mario Massione, confessed the murders, but was cleared due to his secondary role in the crimes. Um, so five more members went to jail and they were... Sentenced to even longer prison terms. Um, Nicola Sapone, who was the group leader, who was the mastermind, he received a life sentence. And then the other four were sentenced to about 25 years for all three of the murders. Um, sorry, I know that I was kind of scattered, but that's pretty much it on that. But just kind of creepy. It know. is. I well. And it doesn't have, like, much information on... What, I mean, it was basically they were just, like, a satanic call and they, like, right. wanted to sacrifice. But didn't have much, like... Reasoning on like why they did it or anything like that, so
0: right. But still, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I can never get the oh the names right.
0: <laughs> it's okay, it happens. Yeah, we aren't perfect.
1: Yes, we're not. But if someone in Italy starts listening, well, let me know. You can yeah. just
0: tell us all the ways that we said
1: we butchered every name. I know. I was doing like I didn't realize there were so many like cults. Like I guess just in America, I didn't, there's not that many like big cults, but. Over in Europe there's a ton and I I got some good ones lined up now. But
0: Ooh, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one's
0: pretty crazy. But I enjoyed it very much. You know, you get to learn about cults that yeah. you never heard of. So. And stuff
1: you never wanna you never wanna get involved with people. No say no to cults.
0: Stay away from the heavy metal, the drugs and satanic rituals.
1: Yeah. Oh god, it's awful so much dr- it's always drugs are always involved with these like wild group murders
0: yeah just say no to drugs kids
1: <laughs> all right what do you got for me
0: okay so let me spin you a tail oh god <laughs> <laughs> um you know how do I want to get into this have you ever heard of subliminal messaging
1: yes unfortunately
0: okay So that's what my topic is on.
1: Oh, gosh. Mm, It's so scary.
0: It's not that scary.
1: And I'll tell you why. Did you ever watch Josie and the Pussycats? The movie? The live-action movie? Not in a long time. So they, like, get famous, and it turns out, like, the company is, like, putting, like, subliminal messages in their music, and then they, like, fight to stop it. Like, that's the whole, like, message of the movie.
0: Well, I do have examples of music and stuff with messages i guess we'll get on into it um subliminal messages so we know our minds are um consist of two parts our conscience and our subconscious Mm -hmm. and our conscience minds give us control to what we can think judge and um, experience while we're aware but our subconscious is part of our minds that operates below the level of conscious awareness And it's more powerful than consciousness when it comes to processing information. So we can process a lot more information while we're subconscious because it's always on. Like it's like an autopilot and we're never aware of obtaining this information. Um, Because like, for example, we aren't always aware when we're inhaling or exhaling. We just do it. Mm -hmm. Or when we're walking, we don't deliberately take certain steps to make sure we don't fall we just walk and like get out of the way if you see a big rock or a big hole mm-hmm. it's just like our subconscious yeah doing I all really that stuff of it like that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so this is why subliminal messages appeal to our subconscious so subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below an individual's threshold for conscious perception it activates Specific regions of our brains without us being aware. Um, even if we try to look for um, the subliminal message, for the most part, we still cannot become consciously aware of it. Oh. Research has shown that subliminal stimuli can trigger actions only if a person already has plans to perform that specific action, anyways.
1: Oh. Yeah. So it's kind of
0: like already like deep into their mind or deep into their subconscious. Oh, kind I do like, like
1: that. Yeah. Oh no.
0: Um, subliminal messaging in advertising usually involves words being flashed on a screen so briefly that we don't detect them. Usually they appear for only about like a tenth of a second. And a lot of advertising will usually use different types of stimuli. Um, two big ones are our visual and our auditory, things that we can see or things that we can hear. So visual messages can be broken down into two categories. Subvisual and embeds. <laughs> so, an example of subvisual is the James Vickery experiment, uh, when there were subliminal messages at a theater in New Jersey in which moviegoers were exposed to flashes of words like eat popcorn and drink Coca Cola on screen during a movie. Uh, he believed that the sales of these two items increased, with popcorn increasing 58% and Coke increasing 18%. Later, it was proven to be a hoax. Oh. But because of this experiment, it led to years and years of research on subliminal messages like the Lipton Iced Tea brand choice experiment, which I'll kind of mention a little bit later Mm -hmm. of, like, what it was. The other one is the embeds, which are static images embedded into unchanging visual environments hiding in plain sight. So have you ever seen... The example of a subliminal message with the KFC commercial, and there's a dollar bill on the lettuce of the sandwich.
1: No, I don't think. So. No, you Maybe, can look it up. Maybe, yeah. If you
0: look up like KFC subliminal message, it's literally the lettuce, and there's a green little dollar bill on the sandwich. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know if that was supposed to make them like want to go get one, go spend money or something. Like, oh. There's a dollar bill in this sandwich. I'm gonna go get that sandwich oh, and spend my dollar bill. Weird. I don't know. It was kind of weird because I was like, Okay, there's a dollar and a sandwich. <laughs> Does that mean it's a dollar?
1: Because I mean <clears throat> if it's
0: a dollar <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh. So what's it called? Um you can probably just look up KFC uh subliminal message. And you should probably be able to it'll probably be easy to see. yeah.
1: This one?
0: Oh, yeah. See, it is a 99... That one. 99 cent. Oh, my God. And then you can see the little dollar bill in it.
1: I n- would have never noticed that. KFC
0: Snacker. And it's a little dollar bill in it. It's very... It's very interesting. See, I thought you
1: were saying, like... Oh, it's like the lettuce is, like, folded up. Like, it would be a dollar. Oh, no. But it's no. literally a very little one dollar bill. Just, like eight, like, in, like, the... Sprinkles of the lettuce. Yeah, kind of. because That's...
0: I think it's making you want to go and get one because it's only 99 cents. Like, oh, here's your dollar in your sandwich. Go spend your dollar. Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So um, then there's the auditory uh messages, which can be broken down and in, also into two categories. It's subaudible and backmasking. So, subaudible is low-volume messages inserted into louder audio files so they will not be heard, and backmasking is a video message recorded backwards so the original message is disguised when played forward. Yikes! Like the Led Zeppelin song? I did not put that one in there, but I did hear about that one, yeah. That one's
1: creepy. I've heard that one. Mm -hmm.
0: So, the one example I have for this part is in the Beatles song number 9. Uh, the phrase number nine was repeated, and when played backwards, it then said, turn me on, dead man. Apparently. Nope. nope I didn't go, oops, I didn't try weird. and go do it, but.
1: That's such like, uh.
0: I know. But that's uh, that one. Um, so, I'll give you a couple other examples of it. Um, so, in 1982, they did an experiment with, um. Supermarkets, so it was background music and supermarket shopping behaviors. So they played different tempos of music while there were shoppers going Mm -hmm. around. So the tempo of the music was compared to the pace of the consumers purchasing items. They found that the use of slow tempo music uh, showed an increase of sales compared to fast tempo music while it was playing in the background. Huh. So I think it's because they like the shoppers took their time. To, like, pick stuff out, so Mm -hmm. they picked more things out than they would if they were, like, quickly shopping, Mm -hmm. which definitely makes sense, but it's interesting to see, um, let's see, in 1981, Warner Brothers admitted to the use of sub-visuals in the movie The Exorcist.
1: Oh, I've heard this one.
0: So the face of the like a white-faced demon. Yeah, it, it was flashed for an eighth of a second, like three different times throughout the movie, <gasps> and it was apparently a strategy to unnerve the viewers both visually and audibly to create an uneasy atmosphere. Oh so my they like God. really wanted to like freak everyone out. Yeah, because it was mostly at the parts when, um, they were trying to show like they like possession and Mm -hmm. that somebody like a you know they were somebody was in her or a demon was in her body Mm -hmm. stuff like that and then so i talked about the lipton um one earlier so this was a lipton brand preference experiment so participants were significantly more likely to choose a lipton ice drink when they were subliminally primed with the words lipton ice during a tv clip so they first had a control session where they didn't show any messages at all and they were chose they were told to pick between a Lipton ice drink and water mm-hmm. and that time most people chose water. Okay. And then the next time they put in the subliminal message mm-hmm. Lipton ice and that time around more people chose the Lipton ice over the water. Weird. Yeah. Oh my god. And um so that kind of t- like you know gave them the i don't know what to call it you know it kind of helped with the i guess the research showing that if you you know show certain things like sometimes more people will choose it right but they do say a lot of the studies with um drinks or food and stuff they will like for drink stuff for some of them they would give them like chips or something like that, so they're already thirsty, so they're already thinking of something to drink, Mm -hmm. which is what I said, like, it's already something that they have already planned on doing when they pick it, Mm -hmm. but it's still really interesting to (sighs) see,
1: you know. Yeah, see, I took it with, like, oh, someone secretly wants to murder someone, so then when you put, go murder them on, like, a little message, then go do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um... Another example is from nineteen seventy three. Um there was a book called Subliminal Seduction Book by Wilson Bryan Key. Mm. The author claimed that advertisers <laughs> you know, that's not my words. Advertisers. <laughs> the author claimed that advertise <laughs> <laughs> Take number three. The author claimed <laughs> The author claimed advertisers embedded subliminal images of sex, death, and bestiality to manipulate our buying behavior.
1: Yeah,
0: which I thought that one was disgusting. Oh, I was, and also, I guess I didn't really understand that one. Like, people were more likely to buy it if it had those images. So, what kind of? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That's what it. That's what it kind of sounded like. That more people were likely to buy the subliminal sed- seduction book by looking at, but I don't know, or maybe not. I could be wrong. Who knows? Whatever. I'll just edit that out I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, and then in 2008, there was an experiment called How Apple Makes You Think Different. So in this experiment, 341 university students were asked to perform visual acuity tests, and during the test, Apple and IBM logos were flashed quickly. Those who were exposed to the Apple logo were able to come up with more creative solutions than those who were exposed to the IBM logo. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess maybe you just Apple makes you smarter? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's like the classic one where the scene in The Lion King where it appears that the word sex is... Written Ooh. in the Stars,
1: you know? Yeah, I've heard that one.
0: Yeah. That one's just kind of like a classic and one. There's like, like a
1: penis in Ariel's castle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like those kind of things, like art, you know. Um, there was a song by Judas Priest. It was called Better By You, Better Than Me. In this song, the band was accused of putting messages saying do it in the background of their song which then allegedly caused the suicide of two male teenagers.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So they um, took shotguns and hmm. shot and themselves the in the s- head.
1: They both did – they were separate, like
0: – I I think they were friends, oh. and I think they, like, did it together. So one of them died instantly, and one of them survived.
1: Oh, my and God.
0: they interviewed him later, and he was talking about how, like – they could hear it in the song saying, do it, do it. And so they actually had this go to trial, and the band was actually found um, innocent. Like, it, they couldn't really prove that that's what caused them to shoot themselves.
1: Oh, my God. But it's, it's kind of crazy that... And the fact that they both just did it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my but God, again, yikes
0: was it already in their minds that they already wanted to do this right. to themselves or were they really influenced by the song saying do it? Yeah. You know, so it kind of, I don't know. It really got it. really makes you think. Oh,
1: yeah, that's creepy.
0: Um, In the song Another One Bites the Dust by Queen, mm-hmm. if you play it backwards, apparently it will say it's fun to smoke marijuana. So if you think about it, it would be like, um, another one bites the dust, and then if you played it backwards, it was like, it's fun to smoke marijuana, fun to smoke marijuana.
1: And I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I, I'm not doing the Led Zeppelin one, because my cousin showed it to me, and I got really fucking scared. What,
0: what, did it say? Because I can't remember what it said.
1: It's like something about, like, the devil, and like...
0: There's actually a lot of them, like, a lot of the, like, rock songs and stuff, apparently... From, like, the 70s? Yeah, like, the, like apparently parents, having, yeah. uh messages about satan and stuff like that Uh. which is kind of weird that like a lot of them have that but i guess maybe i don't know because i also watched a video of when they were trying to when like they actually said the lyrics
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um of what it was backwards and then they try to play it so that it would it's it would supposed to be what would be played forward like the actual song and it didn't sound anything like it on any of the examples i listened to
1: yeah the, like, listening to anyone talk backwards is already creepy. Um, yeah. Let's see. Here's the queen one. wonder if we could hit play it further.
0: Another one the
1: dust. Another one the dust. It's it's another one bust the dust. Hey, hey. One bust the
0: dust. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, now
1: it's gonna be in reverse. Oh, kind. It's fun to smoke now. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Yeah, isn't it weird? Yeah. It's very hard. It's like it's really it's like... hard to hear it sometimes in some of them. Yeah. Um, so that I mean, one
1: just like fun, like fun, you know? Um,
0: let's see. So I don't know if you've ever heard of this one because it's from the Food Network. And uh, on the show Iron Chef America, during part of the show, uh, the McDonald's logo was flashed. For a few fractions of a second, and I guess it was in hopes of subconsciously influencing viewers to go and visit McDonald's, like go buy McDonald's. because they're watching
1: a TV show.
0: Yeah, so like they're they're already, yeah, they're already watching a show about food being made and then flash a logo and then you'd be like, oh, I want to go to McDonald's, you know? Um, Who wants to watch that? But both Food Network and McDonald's deny that they had any part in it. So who's telling the truth there?
1: weird because
0: it was either deliberately put there or you know how like sometimes if you're watching tv and it's like part of a commercial and then all of a sudden it jumps to another commercial yeah. like i don't know if maybe it could have been glitch. a glitch like that or if it was actually like deliberately put in there for that oh. which i guess i mean it would kind of make sense you're watching a show about food mm-hmm. flash a logo of food that's what i'm saying and then they go and spend their money there yeah. It's smart, you know? Totally. Um, so then I have, oh wait, that was the last one. So, subliminal messaging might work, but most research, I just cannot talk today. I know, that's how I was. Re- <laughs> um, so, subliminal messaging might work, but most research shows that most people, as I said, already need to have a reason for choosing to do something, mm-hmm. or a plan for doing something, and... It's not really like it's not like a huge influence when it's just like flashed. Like you already need to be primed for it. like you already you already need to be thirsty or you need to be hungry, oh, okay, or have those certain thoughts in your head mm-hmm. of doing something. you know, I don't think we need to really worry about certain subliminal messages like that people that I know a lot of people are very like worried of, like, oh, I can be influenced to do something or believe in something that yeah. I never wanted to. Yeah. But it's more like you already are having these thoughts in your head
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if you see it you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I wanna do that. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it's kinda nice to have all the research, but I still just think like the creepiest things are the songs.
1: This, yeah, like I said, just hearing a sound backwards is creepy in general.
0: But yeah, I think that's like the most uh thing that creeps me out the most is mm-hmm. just if you like not like the one song where it's just normally in it just in like the background, which would be like the sub audible one. And then the back masking, which is playing backwards is just creepy in itself, because most of the time, a lot of the songs played backwards are meant to be something of like satanic stuff, which is just horrible in and of itself. Yes. So, yep. But that is all I have for examples of subliminal messages. Don't be afraid, I guess. (laughs) It would be the takeaway. But make sure you know what (laughs) Drink
1: all your water and eat all your food before you watch TV.
0: (laughs) Otherwise you might subconsciously be influenced to go and get McDonald's or Lipton iced tea. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. mcdonald's cokes oh don't even get me started on that diet coke diet coke addicts now i'm reading the the josie and the pussycats I, like it's yes yeah, so it says uh the band's first single is released and due to subliminal messaging it's an instant success oh yeah and like some of the like subliminal like it was like dramatic subliminal messaging because it would be like Kid, it would be like, you hate Josie, you hate Josie, you hate Josie, and That's like so stuff weird. like that. I feel like
0: I don't remember that though. And I yeah. and when I was looking up. Do you remember up, that movie though? I do remember the movie, but when I was even looking up examples, it, it was never one of the examples.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, no, like the th- the actual like theme was subliminal messaging. Like it was like,
0: uh, oh, okay.
1: Not the movie. The movie didn't do subliminal messaging, but it was a, a movie about subliminal well, you'd messaging. I still think it would.
0: Show up on Google, search yeah, yes, about it. It was actually kind of hard to find a lot of information, just like they don't want background you. information more so. Mm-hmm. There was a ton of examples throughout um websites and YouTube and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but uh, because there was a ton send more send us
1: money <laughs> that, that was my subliminal messaging, Venmo me <laughs> <laughs> while you were talking, Venmo me,
0: right? Um, yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, like, hello, I don't need anything. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, But, yeah. So, yeah, because there was a ton more examples of, like, music ones, but mm-hmm. I was just kind of getting bored with all of them because it was kind of like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like, oh, here's this song, here's this play backwards. Like, okay, I'll give you the one. So it was Miley Cyrus' um, Wrecking Ball, and it was like, we... We chained our hearts in vain. We something never asking why. And if you played it backwards, it was like me horny, I love you or something like that.
1: Oh, like me horny. I yeah, like,
0: like yeah. me horny. I like or I love or like you or something like that. But like. So he would sing that part, the ne, that oh part, God. and then he would reverse it to try and see if it would say, we chained our hearts. Uh-huh. And it, it really didn't. It oh. just sounded so funny after that. So he, like that one, it was like proving that those weren't really subliminal messages that were deliberately mm-hmm. put in there. Um, it was more just like people thinking.
1: Like just like hearing the word, yeah.
0: Because that. a lot of times too, if you you like okay, like for example, you know when we're watching like shows about ghosts and they have EVP recordings or like the spirit box stuff, mm-hmm. and the the ghost or whatever says something, and really we can't tell what it is, but if they have subtitles and says what it is, and then you hear it,
1: oh, then you you hear it, hear it too. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of the thing too. So it's like. You can hear what someone else tells you it's going to sound like. Yeah. But if somebody else said something, you know, like a whole other thing, you could also hear that too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, we're influencing you to hear that in the song, so. Oh,
1: oh my, well, I am thoroughly spooked from today.
0: Me too. There's been a lot going on, so, uh... Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate every listen that we get. This is episode six? This is six. Yeah, I had it. Wow. Yes, this is episode six. It doesn't seem like, it seems like we've been doing this a lot longer, mostly because we had to take that break, Mm -hmm. but it still seems like we should be, (laughs) have more than six, but it's still nice cuz we're get we're we're moving along. We're trying and, to get there. Yeah,
1: and we'll be better about getting together and recording so that you guys don't have to wait so long.
0: I know. I'm so sorry about that. I know we apologized in the last one, but it's really hard when we don't live close to each other and with our schedules being so horrific the last <laughs> month because of finals and work. you with work and it should, it was really hard. So hopefully we can kind of get a schedule going. And... Yeah, especially for the summer. Yes. I feel like I'll have more time off to come back over. and.
1: Well, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GetSpookyPod. Our Gmail account is also GetSpookyPod is... at <laughs> gmail.com. Um,
0: we'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes We'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. Um, you can send us suggestions of stories you want to hear of what we could do to make anything better yeah. for you guys. Well, yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. We love you guys. And we will catch y'all in the next episode, which I'm excited for. And you'll find out why in the next one. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. Bye. Bye.